0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, it's the Thursday edition of the Shelley Winter Show, 9 to 10 o'clock. You know, we're always live, we're always local, we always bring you the guests and the heavy hitters. And right now on the phone with me is my good friend, Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, how are you, sir? Shelly, I'm doing wonderful. Hope you're doing well tonight. Yes, sir. It's Thursday night. I uh, here for an hour, and I love it um, because you know I can phone it in. I can do a best of, or I can do some interviews and put them in the cycle, and never show up. But I love it live and local, sir. Um, oh, absolutely.
1: So,
0: so I got you on the phone. Um, I, I want to talk to you about uh, this $10,000 plan uh, to get to pay the pay to teachers to carry. Can you explain that? And and I have some other questions.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, this is something that uh, that we've been talking about trying to, uh, you know, assist uh, school districts and, in, in, uh, you know, making making safer uh, places for our kids and our teachers to, you know, uh, to to not have to worry about, you know, outside. You know, you look at what happened in, in, in that awful uh, Maine uh, uh, incident where, you know, this this. Uh, well, obviously uh you know a troubled person you know goes into a a a, a, a bowling alley and and just starts shooting shooting at uh, innocent uh, defenseless people you know that could have been very well been a school and um and we've seen it happen around the country and and a lot of uh, school systems have have started to uh, hire law enforcement officers off-duty police officers things of that nature and but there's some school systems that don't have the resources to do that so we've been we've um, came up with a grant program where uh, uh, systems that would like to have more security uh, could uh, could uh, apply for the uh, grant through the state and uh, the state uh, you know issue those grants and the school system could do a few things with that money they could either hire off duty police officers or uh partner with a local sheriff's department or even uh get a uh, a staff member or a teacher and uh or administrator uh get them uh trained on um on uh how to properly use a firearm and and let them be uh a line of defense uh, for individuals and to and to incentivize them we we did put a ten thousand dollar um bump in pay if it is a staff member so that's only that's only for
0: system. a staff member
1: that's the, only for educator yeah, a person right. the, the, a, pers- a person that the that the system um, you know, deems as uh, appropriate to, to do it, and
0: and, mm-hmm. and this is and this is purely volunteer, right? You, voluntarily. Oh, yeah, it's is...
1: totally it's totally local control. Right. I mean, it's we made it flexible, and uh, and 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 we want you know, school boards obviously have to be bought in on it, and uh, and uh, and obviously they they'll be able to handpick uh, you know if they so choose to go that route. Uh, they they'll be able to handpick the the teacher, or the principal, or the coach, or whoever you know to 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 accommodate the that. And obviously, and obviously, when you take on that kind of responsibility, you know you want to incentivize the right. people to do that. That's why we for the $10,000 so, so I yeah.
0: don't understand. So this seems to me like a pretty decent plan, right? Yeah. I've heard nobody come up with anything else, right? Mm-hmm. I've heard no one talk about other ideas. And I want to read to you a quote. This is from a veteran teacher who's the president of the Georgia Association of Educators, uh, Lisa Morgan. Uh, she mm-hmm. says, the solution is not introducing more weapons into our schools. The, pot- p- potential, the potential for what could happen if a student attacks them that is not the kind of situation we need to be setting up in our schools, in our classrooms, because she says teachers right now are targets of classroom violence, suggesting that if you give a teacher a gun, an adult a gun trained, that they would somehow shoot a kid because the kid attacked them. Um, it, these, this is kind of silly to me, that that kind of uh, pushback.
1: Uh, well, it's a perfect example of somebody who obviously didn't didn't do any kind of uh, research into what the bill would actually do and, and just had a knee jerk reaction to a headline that I'm sure they saw in one of our Atlanta news outlets. Cause if you watch, uh, and I held a press conference and explained all this and, and had, but a, a, had the AJC there and a bunch of other Atlanta affiliates there and, and explained it just like I did to you, Shelly. And, and the headlines in the AJC yesterday was LJ Lieutenant governor wants to wants we'll to arm uh, uh, teachers and, and give them $10,000 to do so, which is, you know. Which a, is clearly a, a, a not what you fault. just said,
0: right? <laughs> no. Right. No. right.
1: So, so but like. But that's the mission. That's that's mis- I don't ever. Uh, the AJC is probably the worst. At doing this, they don't ever let the truth get in the way of spinning a story, you know. So because it uh, seems just, to me,
0: they, it seems to me, and, and this is probably going to happen. Like you have inner city schools, Metro Atlanta inner city. Let's call APS schools. I'll just use APS, right? You right. have coaches in these schools that are already security guards, right? Sure. They're they ex, they're, you know, uh, they're they're just by definition military,
1: police r- officers. Exactly, yeah, and and they're
0: and they've and they've gone into a second life and they've coached. They're coaching now. Um, um, mm-hmm. You have and, and many of these men are mentors to these young men uh, in these schools. They, they look up to mm-hmm. them as father figures. That's why it's so important to have these coaches in these schools. Um, mm-hmm. If one of those guys say, hey, look, you know, I used to be a police officer. I used to be ex-military or I just used to be a good guy. I used to be a computer salesman, but I'm a gun owner. Um, mm-hmm. I'll take the 10,000 and I'll be the guy at the school. I, under- I don't understand why that's a problem.
1: No, it it shouldn't be. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's local control. It's adding safety measures to your schools, helping protect your kids and your, you know, your educators. And uh, and look, it's it's being done right now. Uh, but we're just adding a little incentive. Uh, we're just adding incentive at the state level. But there are local school systems that are already doing. It. Dublin, Georgia, Lawrence County school systems, is a perfect example. They got a gentleman down there. So the ex police officer is a football coach. You know, he's gone through the training. Uh, they, I think, they gave give him like twenty five hundred dollars extra uh, to uh, to be basically an armed security uh, personnel there on on uh, there day in and day out. And and uh, you know, in a situation like that, he he will just see a a bump in a bump in his pay uh, when Lawrence County participates in this, so, this is, I think uh, yeah. it's a great idea um keep fighting for well, this we gotta do something we gotta do something I mean right. you, you gotta be proactive about this and 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 look the, the that is the most vulnerable uh situation uh when you're talking about a school system where uh that uh that you know you get some you get some crazed person that right. uh wants to make make a name for themselves and and they want to do it by uh, doing harm to a bunch of defenseless children and teachers uh you know i i, I bet uh you know, I, I'd much rather have it than not. Exactly so. right. Whether
0: and, and we'll find out, and, and God forbid, I don't wish this upon any school system, but if we do find out, let's hope that it does work. But like you said, at least we do have somebody there uh, to, to shoot shoot back. Um, mm-hmm. Before I let you go, uh, Lieutenant Governor, on the phone with Lieutenant mm-hmm. Governor Burt Jones, ex, excellent ex, explanation to this bill, um, to this idea. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it, 1,000% in on it. This, uh, I wanted to ask you really quickly uh, about this um, redistricting um, bill um, what's no one's really had a comment on it do you have any comment on the uh, Steve Jones's district court Steve Jones ruling about redistricting and and the um, governor putting out uh, November 29th as a day for to call back the session uh, call back the legislator legislate legislators legislators to uh, talk about re, uh remapping.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, he put out the order this afternoon. It was, you know, it's a 570 something page, uh, you know, uh, 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 document. uh, And I I have not had a chance to read it. I know the governor and his staff have, have, uh, I'm sure, combed through it. And that's the reason why he's called for the special session to be in late November. And, um, you know, so I don't, I don't have, you I mean a ruling you mean
0: Judge Jones' ruling is five hundred and seventy five pages?
1: That that was my understanding. Gotcha, that understood. Understanding. So yeah, so sir. what are
0: your thoughts though? Let's say everything being equal, it goes Supreme Court. Supreme Court does exactly what they did in Alabama. What do you think next step should be for us as Republicans in the state?
1: well i mean you know I, like i said i hadn't i hadn't read what uh, what the reason was behind it uh, but you know we'll go into the special session and we'll you know we'll deal with it you know like we do with anything else so we'll have we'll have uh, you know a maps maps that will that will be uh, drawn and have uh, he you know have Debate. go, uh debates over it and then and then you'll vote on it uh but you know i'm i'm one of those guys i maintain that uh uh the republican party uh conservative uh, uh, in, uh, conservative uh uh states like georgia have a real opportunity yeah we're changing as far as from a demographic and and, and population and everything but we have an opportunity because i think what uh, the our vision of the future is, is a lot brighter than what the democrats are offering right now and uh when you talk about when we were if we'll stay on message talking about Um, you know smaller government you know uh, personal freedoms and uh, talk about things that matter like the economy you know inflation costs and cost of uh uh, living right now and also talk about uh uh, having law and order and having uh and 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 trying to do the best we can to educate our kids that's a message i think resonates with everybody and i've always said we need we need to be trying to expand our tent as a republican party i think there's a lot of free agents in the state of georgia Uh, when i say free agents i think there's a lot of democrats and independent voters out there who are seeing what's going on under democratic leadership at the national level and probably aren't real happy with it right now. So we have a, we have an opportunity to expand our tent, and I don't care what the lines look like. If we, we will stay on message and do what we say we're going to do as conservative leaders uh, and, 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 and talk about things that matter to the average everyday Georgian, uh, we can draw the lines however you want to draw them. We just build bigger numbers in the Republican Party. And, uh, and 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 we'll keep continue to make a Georgia a red conservative state and a my great man. place to live. Mm-hmm. My man,
0: that's what I wanted to hear. That's why I like Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. Thank you, sir, for joining us. I love you very much. That's what I wanted to hear, my brother. That's what <laughs> I wanted to hear. Love you, brother. <laughs> well, Thank you for hey, joining. I appreciate me. you having me on. Yes, sir. Shelley. Always enjoy it. Yes, sir. God bless. We'll be right back ladies and gentlemen we will be right back I got something to say behind what Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones just said oh boy I'm on fire man let me tell you ladies why is mic? My, my, my headphones is my headphones on I can't hear myself hello can you hear me I'm I can't hear myself all right man it is my I don't know uh, that's fine. I, it's all good. I know I know what I'm saying. It just kind of bugs me out, you know what I mean? Uh, man, I love Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. That guy, I mean, I see nothing wrong with paying a teacher who volunteers to say, hey, I'd like to be the guy or the girl who carries in the school and uh, to go through the training um, and get an extra $10,000. Or there's a grant to hire uh, SRO officers. Do you know where to, you know where SRO officers? They have budgets for SRO officers. Strangely enough, in all the inner city schools, they do. You know why they have a budget for those things? Because they're diverting the uh, the teacher pay to that area. Why? Because the crime is so bad. But they don't have mass shootings in those schools. They just have gang problems, things like that, everyday problems. You're losing more kids on a yearly basis to that issue than you would in a school shooting. And I'm not, I'm not, come on. Shelly, I can't believe you said that. No, what I'm saying is over the course of years and years, you're losing more kids to the streets, to the gangs, to the murders, to the problems of inner city living than you lose in a school shooting that happens once every 15 years randomly across the country. Not minim- minimizing school shootings. Please don't. Get it twisted. But great idea. But here's what I want to say. Burt Jones hit the nail on the head. I'm tired of Republicans gerrymandering. I'm tired of Republicans drawing lines, crooked lines. And then the answer is that whenever I say, hey, why are we doing this? They always say, well, Shelly, you know, it's every 10 years. We have a right. We own, uh, we're, we're in the majority. So we have a right. The Democrats do it. That's what they always say. I've heard them say it many, many times to me. Why are we doing this? Why are you carving out new districts, taking away these districts? Why don't you just let them lay? Because the Democrats do it. And it's so silly to me. And, and, and the reason why it's so silly, it's made real to me what I was going to say tonight, because of what Bert Jones just said, Lieutenant Governor Bert Jones just said. I'm a Republican, ladies and gentlemen, because I believe Republican party the Republican Party has better ideas. That's why I vote conservative. That's why I vote Republican, because I think the ideas are better. Now, all the people aren't great. All the people aren't the smartest. But there's the ideas, the principles behind being a conservative, I believe, are better for my family, for Shelly, for my community, for my country. I believe that. When I look at the things that that, that that conservatism stands for, I believe it's better for me. That's why I'm a conservative. And I believe those ideas, like Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones said, transcend lines, boundaries, party affiliation, race, color, gender, if they're delivered with a good message by smart people. You can't just send anybody out there to deliver the good ideas that we have as conservatives. Brian Kemp is very good at delivering that message. That's why he's won twice. Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones is very good at delivering that message. That's why he's won and probably be our next governor. But I I, 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 I digress. But you've got to have good people delivering those messages. Now they say there's a million new uh, residents in the state of Georgia. Fifty percent of them are African American. Now we can dilly-dally with this lying thing. Attorney General Chris Carr, who I'm a fan of, he also delivers a good message. He can go and take it and resue and and run it through the courts and do all that stuff. No, don't do that. Here's the answer: Republican Party in Georgia, you got half a million people new. Here in Georgia, African-American. Draw the lines however the court wants you to draw the line. But here's what you got to do differently than you've been doing for for, for years. You can't use us anymore. And by us, I mean African-American Republicans. I don't mean the guys that come and go. I'm talking about the Janelle and Kelvin Kings. I'm talking about the Shelly Winters. I'm talking about the Deanna Harris's, the Karen Burton Walkers, the Camilla Moores, uh, the the, 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 the Mrs. Ruth, Mr. and Mrs. Corey Ruth, Catherine Ruth. I'm talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that's been on the ground for years and years and years. And we get to talk, oh, can you come to our Black History Month meeting? Those days are over. We're asking you to come to our meeting when we have it and have your checkbooks ready because it's going to cost you. You want this market? You want the half a million African Americans that came into the state in the last year? That new new people that came into the state of Georgia, they're all black. You wanna give them up to the Democratic Party, or you really wanna target them? You really wanna to talk to them? You really wanna reach out to them. See what what cost you nothing three years ago. Now it's gonna cost you double. You know why? Because you never listened to us. You brought you let the RNC come in here with a community center for a year and then As soon as the election passed, it was gone. You keep hiring the same 25, 30-year-old white guys that don't even live in the state of Georgia to do African-American outreach. You still look over us every single time. Time stops now. Write your checks, get your checkbooks out, start writing these checks to these people that know how to reach out to African Americans. If you don't want to do that, that's fine with us. You'll go the way the dodo bird in the state of Georgia. You'll go just right out the window. The Democrats will take over, and all the patriots will be screaming, What happened to my Georgia? Because the Republican Party didn't want to spend any money with the people that know how to talk to the new people in this state. Now you can talk about, oh, we don't talk about, we don't go target people by race or gender. Well, you better start. You better start. You better start right now. Cut those checks, because it's going to cost you. You want to keep a majority in the state of Georgia? Listen to Shelly Winter. Cut the checks to the black consultants, the black know-hows, the black marketing people, and the African-American Republicans who are on the ground in this state and know the people in this state. Because if you keep going to these young white boy consultants who are robbing you, you're going to lose everything. The Shelly Winter Show. More on my Cut the Check rant. It's in two minutes on The Shelly Winter Show. The Shelly Winter Show, live, local, topical, and relevant. Let me continue on. I ran out of time there. Well, So this new uh, districting, uh, political maps, redistricting, uh, orders new political maps, Judge Jones. I love Josh McCoon chairman of the Georgia Republican Party. But his answer was it's simply outrageous that one far-left federal judge is invalidating the will of the elected representatives of the people of Georgia who drew fair maps in conformity with longstanding legal principles. Well, this guy thinks, thinks not, right? So what do we do now? What do we do now? And here's what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Before anybody, you know, I'm not talking about pandering. I'm not talking if you're running for Congress or one of these newly, what's going to be possibly newly drawn uh, legislative house seats that have all African Americans in them. I'm not talking about going into a black church in these districts and saying, I'm going to give you reparations. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about simple things. Like getting a staffer, not African American outreach that you're going to pay a third, that you pay your campaign consultants. I'm talking about a high-level, seat-at-the-table decision-maker who looks like the people you're going to be knocking on those doors. And I'm looking looking for you to cut a check to a consultant who will hire young African-American college students to knock on doors in all African-American subdivisions and talk to these people one-on-one and get them and tell them why our, our ideas are better. One by one, door by door, house by house. You sit down with the average African American middle class family right now, and talk to them about education and school choice. They're on board. You sit down with the average African American household, middle class household, mom and dad, and and sitting at the coffee table, and you're knocking on the door. You're the candidate, and you talk about law and order and keeping their homes and their children safe from gangbangers. They are on board. You go in there and talk about the economy, sir, you moved here, you got a new job here in Georgia, is your dollar going as far as it went four years ago? No? Well, I can help that. They're on board. But if you go in there and talk about, I'm anti-woke, they'll look at you like you're crazy, because they won't know what you mean. Because they may define themselves as woke. It may not be the same definition as you, but they may think of themselves, I'm woke. I got a t-shirt, it's in the closet. What do you mean you're anti-woke? What do you get out of my house? Those days are gone. You got to hire people to talk to the people you want to reach out to. You don't send a uh, 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 Asian Republican into rural Georgia to knock on doors, do you? No, you would never do that. You don't send uh, 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 a diehard evangelical Christian into a synagogue to talk to the Jewish voters. You would never do that. Well, why do it with the African-American voters? And it's not pandering, ladies and gentlemen. I know many people think it's not pandering. It's marketing. That's what we do. You're marketing to a voter, individual voter, talking to them about their needs and what's important to them. You don't think the African-American uh, guy that stands in front of a Home Depot uh, get trying to get day work and it's him by himself, maybe he and his friend, and 50 Mexicans – and all the Mexicans are gone and picked up by 9.30 in the morning, and they're the only two left standing, you don't think that guy needs border security? You don't think he'll respond to border security? You don't think he'll respond to the fact that those men that just got picked up are driving down your wages for day work? You don't think he'll respond to that? But you can't have crazy people delivering that message. As I said, Burt Jones, Brian Kemp, Chris Carr, Tyler, Bruce Thompson, John King, all of these guys are sensible conservatives. They know how to talk to everybody. You put them in a room full of any group of people, and they're the same person. They don't shift and, and change like, uh, uh, what, what's that movie? Transformers. They're the same person. That's why people gravitate towards them, that's why people trust them. And then they deliver once they're elected. They do everything they said they were going to do. Unless you're willing to do that, then I don't need a bunch of people running for Congress in these new seats. I need us to sit down and find qualified candidates. The roofs are qualified candidates, African-American candidates. I could throw out a bunch of names, but I'll leave somebody out and they'll get mad at me. You want to keep the majority want to keep this a red state because they're now claiming it's purple I don't believe it's purple not for one second do I believe this state is purple but I do believe that the people moving here can be convinced to vote for the people that made this state good enough for them to move to in the first place the people that are moving here they're moving here because they got quality schools well who did who gave them quality schools oh they're in Republican areas The people that are moving here say, well, it's a good place to open up a business. Well, who gave that to them? Republicans. People are moving here because they feel safe in in, in the suburbs. Who did that? Sheriffs. Ladies and gentlemen, Republicans, it's time to cut the check to the African-Americans in this state who know what they're doing and know how to talk to this growing new voter base. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But I guarantee you, you will lose big in 2024 if you go at the same old, same old. I know you think they're all geniuses, but they're really not because they won't know how to target these young, new voters that are moving here. Shelly Wintershell, we'll be right back. Shelly shelly winter show live local topical and relevant live local there it is maybe oh man so this thing is uh you got to turn it all the way up to hear it in your headphones I, I i don't know you guys don't care about that i don't even know why i told mike that out loud Shelly <laughs> shelly winter show we live local topical and relevant um if you're available, this is not a station event. This is not anything. It's just Shelly, Brett Barney. Mike, you coming out to paintball Saturday? You got the kids?
1: Track practice.
0: Okay, track. So, yeah, this is just friends getting together, paintball, Arkenstone, uh, paintball, and Ackworth. If you're available, you want to shoot some paintball, have some fun, there's going to be Team Brett Barney, Team Shelly Winter. Um, and uh, that's Saturday at 10 30. Meet us out there. Um it's not a station thing, nothing like that. We're just having fun with paintball. Um that's it. Just wanted to tell you I'll, I'll tell you all that. So Joe Biden's approval ratings, check this out. <laughs> this dude has a 75% approval rating. Now, I know for many of you that really don't talk politics or, you know, listen to politics all the time, and it's not, you know, the, 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 the your whole entire day like it is for me. 75% Approval rating of only seventy five percent of your party. That's not seventy five percent overall. It's seventy five percent of Democrats approve of Joe Biden. Seventy five percent. That's that, that's losing. No, that that that's that's uh, 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 that's blowout in a, a national election. That's like losing forty seven states. Seventy five percent of Democrats. Only 75 percent of Democrats approve of Joe Biden. It's down 11 points since October 7th. You know what happened on October 7th? the brutal massacre massacre of, uh, uh, of thousands uh, of, of um, uh, thousands of Israelis by at the hands of Hamas. It's down 11 points since then. And here's why he's losing it. why he's down, 11 points. Muslim Americans are mad at him. Because he's so staunchly defending, defensive of Israel, so he's losing Muslim American support. They're, I mean, M- Michigan—you—you you can lose Michigan without getting their support, right? That's a whole state, right? They're—they're they're out. They're just like nobody's talking to us. Nobody's listening to us. They're mad at him, but he's also losing Jewish votes because of the Democrats and the, prof- and, the and the protests on the college campuses because they're tying all of that up with Joe Biden. I know it sounds strange, but it's the same thing. So you're losing the the, the Jewish uh, vote. Even though he's standing strong with Israel, he's still losing the Jewish vote because of the actions of the other Democrats in his party. He's losing the Muslim-American vote because he's so staunchly uh, 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 pro-Israel. That's part of it. Also, the economy. He's losing African-American voters. Do you know in order to win uh, a a national election— you need the Democratic candidate has to carry 90 plus percent of the African-American vote. Joe Biden's in with it within African-American vote, according to certain polls and certain uh, uh, studies. Joe Biden's in the 80s. In the 80s. Stacey Abrams faced the same problem. That's why she lost so badly to uh, Brian Kemp. She was totally not popular with African-American voters. And that's why she lost. They didn't see her as authentic, and many are seeing that with Joe Biden. The economy, the border, all these things, wars, all these things. All these things matter. 75%. So this becomes even more important as we look at Georgia. You've got an unpopular president, according to the poll I just told you, right, his approval rating amongst his party is 75%. That's unheard of. I mean, Donald Trump is, as, 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 as much as the media would like you to believe that Donald Trump is so hated, Republicans never didn't have have that uh, uh, lower number. He didn't have that lower number amongst Republicans ever. It's always been in the 90, 90% range. As much as the media will have you believe that this man is so hated, Republicans have always stood with Donald Trump in the 90% range. So with all of this going on, you have an unpopular president, you may have redistricting, a redistricting. you may have a new, uh, whole new all-black uh, or mostly-black majority-black district, congressional district. They're talking about they may add another Democrat. This is all stuff that they're taking for granted because, the, and this is, the, this is the underlying racism, because they believe these African Americans are going to vote Democrat no matter what. And many Republicans feel that way, especially the consultants. I've heard them. They've told me that. Shelly, we're not going to spend any money towards the African-American vote. It's a waste of money. Oh, you think so? You still think so? It's a waste of money? All these new people coming in here, 50% of them are african American. still a waste of money to target them, huh? Hmm. Funny how that works. So with everything going on, Republicans need to understand something. And that is, we have the better ideas. But it doesn't, it's not enough to have the better ideas if you have no one of quality, of a standard, to deliver that message. If you're rolling out crazy folks all the time, you're going to get not the votes that you need to win. We have a golden opportunity in 2024 as Republicans to, take, to strengthen our majority in the House, take back the Senate, and win the White House. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if it's Trump, DeSantis, Haley, it doesn't matter who it is at the top of the ticket. It really doesn't. Because they he and they are doing so poorly. What does matter is the messaging. What does matter is the candidate. No more Herschels. Love them to death. No more Herschel's. No more Dr. Oz's. No more nutbags. And I don't care if you like the nutbags, they're nutbags. I love Herschel Walker. He was not the best candidate. But we went for him to the tune of almost 80%. And he got into a runoff with a sitting senator. But you know why he really didn't cross the finish line? It wasn't because Brian Kemp didn't help him too, too late. That had nothing to do with it. As a matter of fact, Brian Kemp got him closest as he was going to get. You know why he didn't get come closer? I'll tell you why he didn't come closer. Because he didn't hire the Janelle and Kelvin Kings. He did not hire Deanna Harris. He did not hire the Karen Burton Walkers. He did not solicit the help of African-American consultants in this state. He had a bunch of people from all around the country running that campaign. So when it came time for them to say, hey, Mr. Walker, did you really pay for an abortion? These people, these young people, these young consultants who are making six figures for a campaign, they weren't strong enough to say, hey, Hersha, why don't you just say, yes, you did. That was before you became pro-life. Pick quick. People change their minds all the time. That's why he lost. Could have been a better candidate, but remember, he got into a runoff. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Hey, I know a bunch of you have a lot to say about what I talked about tonight. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. Tomorrow's when you get to call in and go off on me if you want to. We'll be back at 7. Got a lot to talk about. So Shelly Winter Show.